Ogeo has been around for three decades, but it was in 2001 that the brand forever changed the way we think about gear bags. With never seen before features, like specific storage compartments for your boots, helmets, gear and more, the Ogeo 9800 is the most popular gear bag in motocross. Visit ogeopowersports.com. Hey, welcome to the Ogeo Power Sports. How was your weekend podcast? And I got Brock Tickle on the phone of Team TKL20. So, Brock, how was your weekend? Uh, it was nice. Nice bike ride on Saturday. Um, me and Alex Ray got tickets um, to Post Malone. Went and saw that, which I haven't been to a concert in a little while, actually. So, um, turned out to be actually a really good concert. Um, Sunday, just went on a hike, trying to get some deals lined up for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, working on some templates and stuff to sell to sponsors and whatnot. So, um I would say overall productive weekend um, road today. So everything's back in line. Just uh, going to keep working on my riding, obviously, and trying to get things ready for February. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, even though you're in the position you're in right now, trying to line up sponsors and a team. You know, I've been at the track with you a couple of days, and it looks like business as usual. I mean, you don't, to me, you don't look like you've lost any speed over the time you've been gone or um it looks all routine for you yeah no i'm really i'm really actually happy with that part of it i thought i was going to struggle a bit more um i mean that much time off supercross is a long time but um yeah this is my third week basically now so and i kind of been just taking it easy because i know it takes a lot out of you um and on top of that the last three months i haven't really rode a dirt bike either so um so, yeah, just getting back in the swing of things, uh, I'm pretty good. Um, I should have my Huskies this week, I think, um, but it'll probably still be a couple weeks out before I start riding the Husky. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, this morning I went to, uh, this morning I went to, uh, c the kind of like the hypobaric chamber thing. Yep. In Temecula, and when I was leaving, <laughs> lo and behold, I saw AEO Power Sports for the first time. That's a big dealership, huh? Yeah, no, they have two dealers in Arizona as well. Um, so, yeah, they're helping me out a bunch. I'm getting bikes, parts, budget, and obviously with Mark Johnson there with REP working out of AEO, um, they kind of partnered up. Um, I have confidence in, obviously, my suspension side of things, and um, just knowing I'm going to be on similar bike mm-hmm. um, works out really good for me. You know what? Have you ridden the Husky yet? I mean, I did that shootout um, yeah, on us. the 19s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that. And I've, I do like um, – there's a couple things about the Husky I didn't like. But I think I, overall I like the feel of the Husky better, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, there's I'm going to go ahead and get uh, Twisted Development to do um, the engine mm-hmm. when they come in. I'm um, going to get wheels from W in the meantime while he's doing that. And then when it's time to get on the Husky, I want it to be exactly – how I want it to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want it to be ready to go. I don't want to just piece it together day by day or week by week. I'm just going to have it ready. Yeah. So, <laughs> For some reason, I have a feeling Jamie Ellis is going to make that motor a fire breather. No, we're going to go mellow. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, man. yeah no, good. I'm excited about it. Um, I got a, on my KTM right now, I just, I just have a Vortex box with T4 and I'm actually impressed with just the, what the Vortex box did to the bike. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
yeah, I mean, it doesn't need to be much better than stock. I wouldn't say. Um, obviously, it just needs to be fine-tuned for me. So um, that's kind of the goal. Obviously, um, we'll see how it turns out, but I'm excited to get things going. I think even if, even though it's a, basically the same bike, I'm kind of excited for a change. Yeah, different color front fender in front of you. Yeah. So from so, the shootout that you did with us, do you recall if uh, you could tell the difference between the way the KTM aluminum subframe and the Husky composite subframe felt, or was it more? Yeah, that's kind of what I think I felt, and I t- probably what I liked better. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought the Husky felt um, maybe a little more calm in the rear. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that from what I've heard, um, the the Husky swing arms are also, even though they're the same. Yeah. Since they were made in different, they're stiffer apparently. So that might have something to do with it as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of variables. Obviously, everybody from the outside thinking it's exactly the same bike. I mean, even those two things are could be a big deal for a racer or a team or whatever if it is better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or worse. So um, we'll see how things go. Um, I have Mark at REP at my disposal pretty much. So. What is uh, what is REP? Uh, he worked at KTM whenever I was there. Mm-hmm. He was there with Dungey from 2010, I believe, or 2000 into 2009 until um, the year I got suspended. So he was there the whole 2018 season. Was his last um, time with KTM. Mm-hmm. So he left and started doing his own suspension, and um, we became friends on the team. So I just um, I trusted him, and um, obviously with him being um, somewhere for so long, I think he was able to experiment a little bit more on his own mm-hmm. um, to a certain extent. So we've kind of made some progress, um, and I think we're in a good spot now. Uh, I have some new. I have to actually go pick up suspension today. So um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I've I have only rode the um, track shock once. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something else I'll be changing as well. I've been just running a production shock. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually excited to get that fine-tuned and get it better. So Yeah, I think most of the high-level guys actually turn the tracks off for Supercross. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think everybody does. <laughs> on I, I mean, I'm nothing against, I don't really know for sure, but I think most guys do. Yeah. So will I you be running right. a modified production stuff, or are you going to get cone valve spring? Um, I'm, I'm running basically a full, like, over-the-counter 48 cone valve fork mm-hmm. and the track shock so okay. cool so i'm pretty excited about that um just just to support and help i'm getting through um through aeo through husky and wp has been really good so i'm i'm stoked that everybody there is making things happen to help me out so mm-hmm. i like the instagram post you put up with uh sponsor one sponsor two yeah, no, I, I, I've been wanting to do something like that for weeks now, just to get it out there, just to let people know that I'm, I'm making, I'm doing it right, and I want to, yeah. I want to be there, and, um, I just, you know what I mean. I figured I'd get it out there and see if there was anybody that was interested in helping. Um, obviously, it's not cheap to do it right, yeah. And that's the goal here is to go and do it right. Um, and, um, yeah. I mean, I put a budget together, and it it actually was more than I expected. So, 
It's no, not, is, it's not, a, it's not a, the end of the world. I'm, yeah. If I have to, I'll have to invest myself, but that's where I'm at. I, um, I want to come back, so do whatever it takes to, to make it happen. Is this a uh, out of a Sprinter van budget or a... Uh, yeah, that's kind of the plan. The plan right now, um, the transportation part is kind of up in the air, but I would say the way I would like to do it is out of a Sprinter van, hire a driver, and then hire a mechanic full-time here in California, and he would be my race mechanic as well. So I would basically have somebody on the road driving the van, mm-hmm. race to race, help set up, you know what I mean, at the races, and then my mechanic would fly in with me or yeah. fly in a day early. Yeah, Kind of kind of how normal teams do it. Um, obviously, that's, that's the difference between going low budget and just winging it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I know what it takes to, to be competitive, and I feel like that's a big factor is having – a mechanic that's with you during the week that sees the hard work mm-hmm. and understands it. And then when it's time to go racing, they understand how everything works there. Yeah. Were you ready for uh, all the smart-ass comments? Like, how much to put my face on your radiator? <laughs> yeah, I already, I've already got some emails. I mean, obviously, I, I, I appreciate everybody reaching out to me. Um, um, but that was just to put it out there and see just let everybody know I'm coming back and that way it's relevant to what's going on. Yeah. Because I feel like if I just sat here and didn't, didn't let people know, uh, then, then obviously I'm not really helping myself mm-hmm. get, get the help I need to, to go racing. Okay. Uh, the, the announcement, the tickleback video with FXR, uh, yep. that, that thing was really well received. People are fired up that you're coming back. Has the, uh, fan support been more than you expected or about what you had hoped for um honestly it's more and i'm really stoked on that um i think from from just just the general majority of the people i think they're just stoked to see that i didn't give up Mm -hmm. so and i think that goes a long way um obviously there was times where i thought about pulling the plug on it and whatever trying to figure out something else but in my heart i wasn't ready to do that so that's why i'm i'm going this route do you feel like you still have your best years ahead of you i definitely feel like i have i can i can accomplish things i haven't yet for Mm -hmm. sure cool so i'm excited to i I mean i hope that hope everything comes together where it's i mean obviously the goal at the end of the day is to be back on a factory team Mm -hmm. um but we'll see. I might let's have fun with with this uh, DT twenty team and see if we can put something together and have a good time with it and hopefully get back on a factory team. But if things aren't looking good again next year, I mean, you never know. I mean, Savanchi, I feel like had a solid year this year, mm-hmm. and that guy didn't sign until last week. So, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I can just if I have to. You know what I mean? You never know. It's tough. I feel like Savachi really deserved a good ride, and he got one, but it took forever. Yeah. Is there kind of a feeling of, man, do I really want to put all this effort into putting together a privateer effort when ultimately I think chances are, I would say chances are very high that you're going to have a factory ride before the suspension's up? Yeah, I you mean, know? but the way I'm the way I'm handling the um, sponsorships, um I'll, I mean, I can kind of just, since we're talking about it, the way I'm going to work it, so that way both parties will be stoked, myself and, and the sponsor. 
Um, the way I'm working it is um, at date of agreement or or figuring out when we start working together. Um, basically, they they give me a small amount of money to commit, mm-hmm. and then from that point forward, it would be a race to race payment invoice. Mm-hmm. So that way, everybody's on the same page instead of me taking the lump sum up front. And then whenever it comes down to it, then I have somebody irritated that they paid me quite a bit of money. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, just it, yeah. it just the way I worked it. It's it's fair for everybody. Everybody knows what the goal is. Um, so that's kind of how I'm going to work it. Yeah. And yeah, I'm excited to see um, if we can get some more people involved. I mean, obviously, I don't want too too many people, but I appreciate everybody reaching out that has already. But um, yeah, I just need to keep working at it, and um, hopefully, we can get something done. Yeah. Uh, you signed uh, with FXR before you returned to racing. That's got to yep. be pretty cool that somebody wants to be a part of your program, even when you're just practicing. No, for sure. Um, I'm stoked on that whole situation. I met the owner and hung out with them at the world vet uh national mm-hmm. and at Glen helen and i was impressed i'm pretty stoked that things fell into place for that to happen and i can already tell it's a solid group of people so i'm excited about that partnership and hopefully it's something i can hang on to for the rest of my career yeah <laughs> all right what did you tell me when i called you <laughs> after you wore the pants they are the best fitting pants i've ever worn <laughs> super good right oh uh, no they're unreal i mean they did a really good job with i don't i have big i have big quads and big legs so and i wear 30s but most most companies i have to end up making the the legs bigger or whatnot but they're on fxr perfect fit yeah no modifications cool cool so uh uh you're what, like six days in the Supercross so far? Uh, today would be day seven. Day seven. Okay, so the other day when I threw the GoPro on you, <clears throat> you'd go a couple laps, come in, and it was kind of cool watching the GoPro, getting to hear what you said to the suspension guys and what yep. they were doing and everything. But you're obviously uh, a very good tester who knows what he wants and knows what he feels. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty particular when it comes to what I want to feel. And obviously, I mean, it should be that way. Um, there's going to be people that say, oh, if you're a good enough rider, you don't really have to have a good bike set up or whatever the case <laughs> may be. But um, uh, for me, bike setup and being comfortable is number one priority for me to, for me to perform. Mm-hmm. And that's why... I put my trust in Mark and he'll do whatever we need to do to, to make things right. So that's a big part of the program um, as well. So when it's time to go racing and if things line up to where we're driving the sprinter to Tampa, I want, I want that, I want him to be there and I want to have a mechanic there that, that, you know what I mean? I just want everything to be right. So I want it to be just like how it would be if I was on a team, Mm -hmm. obviously at a lower budget and less people, but, similar but my own little program that's what i want yeah cool man well uh i think you're uh i think you got to get your way over to the gym right now so i appreciate you giving me some time 
Yeah, no worries. And, uh, hey, let's go ride this week. <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right. Thanks, Tom. See you, Brock. See you. Ogeo has been around for three decades, but it was in 2001 that the brand forever changed the way we think about gear bags. With never-seen-before features, like specific storage compartments for your boots, helmets, gear, and more, the Ogeo 9800 is the most popular gear bag in motocross. Visit ogeopowersports.com.